we're back. This is This Week in Caribbean Art and Culture. And of course, you already know what I'm gonna say, right? I'm, already, I'm sitting here with my two best hostesses, starting with Maria. Hi everyone, happy to be here. My NRT is creator and writer. And of course, Susie. Hi everybody, Suzanne Fredericks here, Susie Wong Presents, based in Jamaica. All right, so let's jump into it. We have some news for this week. I got an email and I'm really proud of uh, this new uh, cohort. We talk about Caribbean art. Of course, the Caribbean is huge and you have people from all over. And Oolite um, Arts, which most people are probably familiar with, an arts organization based in South Florida, so when typically you go to Art Basel, Miami Beach, you will at some point travel down Lincoln Road with all the stores and restaurants and boutiques, and you will find what used to be the South Florida Art Center, which is now called Oolite Arts. And they have a new board member, Edouard Duval Carrier. I am really proud of him, um, Haitian artist. He has a really cool um, studio space in Little Haiti, and he is now a new board member. So I love the fact that they're bringing that diversity to their board. Um, and he has so many fans, not just for his art, but he's also really good at working with and mentoring young artists. I know so many young artists who have, you know, just really gushed over how fantastic he is and how encouraging he is. So congratulations to Edward. I, I really love what he's doing. And also, you know, kind of related somewhat, um, Jermaine Barnes is also a new board member. So right now, Jermaine is kind of everywhere, right? You see him at UM, but um, I just want to get my life aside. I want to get my nails done. And Jermaine's work is all through the design district. And I was going to stop and take some pictures, but I forgot. I was running to get out of there when I finished. So congratulations to both of them. I love the diversity and, and look forward to seeing what they do as board members at Light Arts. But there's a lot going on, not just for this month, in particular for 2023. So we really want to talk about what we want to see and artists that we're excited about in 2023. So Maria, what artists are you looking forward to seeing work from this year? Um, and what can we expect from them? Do you think we can expect from them? Well, I mean, the last couple of years have been great for Caribbean artists. I mean, last in 2022, Veronica Ryman uh, won the Turner Prize. So like, congrats to, to you know, such a great um, artist. Now, I'm also very excited about, I just opened my year seeing a really nice solo show by Bonnie Ramirez in LA in uh, Francois Galabi. And that was just like a, a treat to how I want to start my year. So I want to see more of Bonnie. I also want to see more of, um, I'm excited for Jody Minaya. And Katya sitting there right now has a beautiful show at the um, NSU Museum in Fort Lauderdale. And for me, she's also another star in the rising. Julian Crusset, he's kind of on the, I'm interested to see more of what he produces. And of course, you know, I'm a big fan of April, which I know, I think a lot of Susie and I uh, taste overlaps at times because <laughs> I'm a fan of April Bay and also Lee Asher Johnson, um, Jeffrey Maris. And I also, you know, want to see more. I've never get enough of Elena Sabdi. She's an artist. Um, she's Colombian, but she's also, she was born and raised in Barranquilla, which, you know, um, and a lot of her work, 
is inspired by carnival motifs and also just thinking more um, um, thinking more uh, in a deconstructive way about like the body and what does it mean to to have a body that doesn't fit in and that is uncomfortable and how we mediate it and how we just express its beauty. So those are just some, um, because there's way more and a lot of good shows coming up with very great Caribbean artists, especially female artists that I'm excited about. Susie, who are you looking forward to this year? Gosh, there, there are so many when I was thinking about it for this conversation, there are just so many. So I'm, I'm really excited about Nugent Smith, AKA Bundle House. He's just had a new show open um, at Mobile Art Gallery um, with DC Arts, um, a residency he's been on. And the work, when you watch him in process, I mean, I love seeing artists in process, but the way he communicates it online is so good. So even if you can't make the show, you can see how how complex his ideas are and how he works with the ideas and culture around Africa in the contemporary Caribbean kind of mind, you know? So I'm really excited for um, Bundle House current and future there's a list man Cosmo White he's going to be in a group show um at 154 Marrakesh I love Cosmo's work and he just goes from strength to strength um and that show is um um in discipline and it's really about blackness and taking that to Marrakesh is really going to be an interesting staging I think it's curated by Dr Fahamu Piku um and the, the 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 choice of artists is really interesting also um, but I think for Caribbean artists to stage work or ideas back, you know, in on, on the African continent is is life changing really as a as for their practice because they they get that kind of engagement and discourse within a different space. Um, I'm also really excited about Leisha Johnson, April Bay. These names come up. I know what Leisha has some some of he, his show at Harper's is just closing now in New York. I know that did very well and. Um, He's very busy and 2023 holds great things. I know April turn have big plans for her um, in New York later this year. So that's going to be exciting because her work is so huge and so um, otherworldly, you know, creating this whole new space to think about um, culture and um, being, you know. Um, I was thinking about, I mean, Boney Ramirez, of course, exciting. Wish I could see that show. I always have to experience these things online mostly. I find Roberto Luego very interesting. Um, I think how he works with ceramics, I just love it. So I'm looking forward to see what he's getting up to. I mean, within Jamaica and the diaspora, if I focus in on kind of where I am, um, there are a couple of young artists that are very interesting um, there's Akeem Johnson, who's actually Leisha Johnson's brother. A very different work, but he works around ideas around masquerade um, and how masquerade has changed with a European influence from African to Caribbean. And it's really interesting visually to see how the work manifests and how he's thinking about it. I think he's very interesting. And we're going to work together for the Atlantic World Art Fair. Um, and he's just graduated. So that's quite a that's quite a step for me as a gallerist to take on, you know, but the work is really, really interesting. Uh, Camille Cheddar, who's quite well established locally, um, but it has, you know, she teaches, she does so much. She curates, she teaches, she, you know, she ma maintains her practice whilst doing all of that. And also there's an artist in the diaspora I think is really interesting and has really not had any exposure. And that's Christopher Hansen, who is hard to describe, a very classic way of painting um but very much about 
the the very private family domestic space you know whether it's healing his mother is a healer so he has a lot of you know music how how people relax together intimacy and and things like that um I think his work is really interesting and exciting when it when you know and nobody's got coming up this year so when you all see it I'd love to know your opinion so these are all great artists to look at but are there any um museum and gallery shows that we should look forward to outside of the artists that you are definitely looking at? There's so much going on. And I mean, we start the year, um, you know, we had that the shot down in Chicago, which is looking at the Korean diaspora, Fergus Forms. We also have the shot, the Whitney, the, and they, both of those shows go into April um, that, uh, that, you know, deals with uh, the aftermath of Hurricane Maria showcasing Puerto Rican art. And so the year starts already on fire and it will continue to be like that. Um, Milan Constant is having a big retrospective at the um, Fowler Museum in LA. And she's also gonna have a gallery show this, this uh, like in the coming weeks in New York. So there's, there's a lot to see there. And of course, Mariana Campospon's Maria Magdalena Campospon is also having a big retrospective, which is traveling to, uh, to both coasts. So that's very exciting. Um, regionally, like in the islands, um, in Puerto Rico this year, there's a big focus on Black Puerto Rican art. So throughout the year, the different cultural institutions are going to be having uh, major shows dedicated to that subject. I'm, you know. Uh, working on one specifically uh, with the Contemporary Art Museum, which um, is being co-curated with uh, Marina Reyes Franco, the curator there. And it's just like a great moment to to really see art in and out of the diaspora. And if you go into the Charger Biennial, which is in March, there's uh, a good amount of uh, Caribbean representation. Jody Minaya is going to be part of it, as well as Annalie Davis. Uh, you know, it's a big roster, but again, it's just so uh, refreshing and interesting to see Caribbean artists in conversation with African, Middle Eastern, um, European, American, all these other artists were very much part of, um, of the discourse. I'm really excited about the Black Puerto Rican art series. So that's going on throughout the year 2023? Yes, you know, thanks to the support of a couple of foundations, including the Ford Foundation Mellon, there, there's this um, um, big initiative throughout really, uh, really highlighting the contributions of um, um, Caribbean, Black Caribbean Puerto Rican artists. And you probably also saw that, um, and I should mention this other two shows that are happening in New York now that, that we're talking. Daniel Lin Ramos is gonna have, talking about Black Puerto Rican artists, he's gonna have a shot PS1 MoMA this year, which is, um, um, you know, fantastic. And also uh, Pepon Osorio, it's going to have, uh, who also deals with notions of identity, is going to, and who's been working for a long time in New York, is going to have another uh, big show at the New Museum in New York. So certainly, you know, th there's this, this, this energy going on yes. that helps all of us. I am really excited about that. Um, and I would love to go. I think now that's a great field field trip that's a great field trip right <laughs> that would be amazing I'm really looking forward to that please let us know when your exhibition is is coming up we would love to talk about it 
that sounds really interesting. So before we go, this is going to be a short episode. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? Is there anything, any place else that people need to go? Well, I mean, you know, if anyone's coming to Jamaica, the National Gallery of Jamaica have um, an interesting new series starting this year called the Collector Series, um, kind of seeking to um, really kind of increase visual literacy around what collecting can mean and working with older collectors to kind of nurture younger collectors. But you see, the older collectors were were very regional. And so you have this really interesting, like, you know, in the, it's always a challenge, isn't it? The collecting that happens privately and access to the work. So it's really about creating documentation around collections and making sure there's public access and, you know, information and scholarship done around this kind of work, which is important. I mean, on the international um, scene, I mean, I would say, I have to plan my field trips too. So I plan my travel about the top priority shows and fairs and all of that. So I've been thinking about that. Um, the Met have just announced a really interesting show, I think, in terms of the potential for new scholarship, you know, and Maria, you'll probably be quite into this because it's kind of Hispanic based. Um, and it's a show, Wanda Pareja, Afro-Hispanic painter. And he was a he he worked in uh, Diego Velasquez's uh, studio, and learned to paint and did a portrait of him. Um, and the Met are using um, this idea of an enslaved enslaved people and the art that was produced during that time. I think it was sixteen or seventeen hundreds. Um, <clears throat> so it has the potential. I, I'm sure the catalog is going to be great. I don't know who's writing for it, but I'd really love to see that show. So by, you know, being a free man and being able to paint, continue to paint, um, they'll be utilizing his work to center other artists such as uh, Bartolome Esteban Murillo and Francis, Francisco de Zerberan and other kind of black and Morisco Spaniards during that time. So I, I'm quite excited about that. I don't know if I'll get there because that runs from April to July 23. Um, I'm excited about the Simone Lee retrospective at the ICA in Boston that runs April to September 23. And of course, Isaac Julian, who I think is amazing at the Tate, um, April to August 23. I love it. So this is January. You have plenty of time to start planning your travel. <laughs> Maria and Susie have told you everywhere you need to go. <laughs> there's more. You know, and <laughs> there's course, more. Go ahead. There's more. Yes. Miami. Oh no, I mean just generally, Definitely. it's going to come up in future episodes, but there are things that we wouldn't necessarily know about, certainly with private gallery spaces yes. um, that are planned for the year. So it will unfold is what I'm saying. Just keep listening. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, and there's also artists like Madeline Ehlers Hunt, who, you know, she's um, she's done a lot of research on Susan Cesare. So there's also this other project that are also, and she's going to have a shot, a video shot at the PAM this year. So there's also shows that also give insights more on Caribbean theory, culture, and just its legacy in the world. I love it. So we don't have an airline sponsor. Airlines, go ahead and hit us up so that <laughs> our listeners can fly out on your airline. <laughs> but in the meantime, yes. So Puerto Rico is definitely like on my list this year. This, this yes, is, and you know. we should bring Marina into the conversation too, and you know, and that will be like another great conversation for us to have. I love it, and let's see if we can do something else on the island. We'll talk about that offline. 
Before we go, I would like to thank the Greater Miami Convention and Visitors Bureau for being a sponsor for today's podcast. You can visit them at miamiandbeaches.com. Maria, where can we find you online? You can find me on the gram at Contemporary Chica. Susie, where can we find you? Uh, IG, Susie Wong Presents. And of course, you can visit sugarcanemag.com or find Sugarcane on IG at Sugarcane Magazine. Click the link in our bio for our latest story um, by Gervais Marsh. You have all been reading his work at Hyperallergic and all these different spots. And now you can read him on Sugarcane Mag as well. We will talk to you next week. Be safe. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.